Have you ever wondered what it'd be like to have to flee your own country, spend days or weeks in a leaky boat on dangerous rolling seas, and then arrive in a new country where you are terrorised even more? Well, that's the life confronting millions of people in this world who have no choice but to seek asylum. All these people want is a fair go, but here in Australia, our government, in our name, treats these desperate people with cruelty and inhumanity. Here at 3CR, we aim to give these people a voice, a chance to speak out and let you know that they are just like us, people with hopes and aspirations, people who deserve to be treated as we would expect to be treated if we found ourselves in this position. Refugee Radio is the voice of refugees. It's hard to go on living when your future is denied. Good morning and welcome to Refugee Radio. I'm your host, Celine Yap, and thank you for being with us this morning. Um, so in the studio with me today, I have um, a wonderful man, Moen Zafar. He is the professional mentoring coordinator for the ASRC, and we will be speaking to him about that program, uh, the mentoring program, um, talking about what they do um, if you, need, if you would like to get involved, whether as a mentee or a mentor. Um, obviously, the ASRC have been doing a lot of good work in the community. And um, so it will be really good to, to look into that. Um, so, but before we, before we talk about that, I would like to share with you um, an interesting thing that I've been meaning to share with you guys for a while. Um, I just, I lost the piece of paper last week and that's why we didn't cover it. Um, so... I'm sure that a lot of you have heard that Beruz Bushani, um, who is a, a refugee um, on still on Manus Island, um, has written a book. And so Beruz has is a journalist um, by trade, and for all this time he's been helping journalists in Australia cover what's been going on over there and writing about what's going on over there. And he's just published a book called No Friend But the Mountains. Um, and he he wrote this book basically through text, like he would. To, um, write a full text and then send it to to someone, and that's how they compiled this book over five years, I think. Um, he wrote a post on Facebook when it came out, and I just thought I'd share that with you because it's in his own words, and he talks about why this book is so important to him. So this is what he said. He said, I would like to share my thoughts with you here. I wish I did not need to write this, but I feel it is necessary as you know, like many other refugees locked up on Manus, I have published many articles, interviews and reports over the past five years. I have also co-directed a movie with my friend Arash, which attracted global attention to our plight. People who know me know that I never ask people to share my writings or read them. You all continue to support me regardless. We have all been on a long journey together to change this barbaric policy, and I appreciate everything you have done so far. Last week, my book, No Friend But the Mountains, Writing from Manus Prison, was released and we received so much great feedback from readers and many top academics in Australia and from different well-known universities around the world. Some even compared this book with great writers such as Kafka, Foucault and Camus. This is a huge achievement and the reaction has been beyond my expectations. I worked on this book for five years by text messaging sections bit by bit and while enduring very harsh conditions. I pushed my body to near breakdown in order to write it because I believe in this book and I believe it has the potential to create change. 
I am writing this post to kindly ask you all to please read this book and pass it on to others. I do not mean simply share information on social media. I mean read it closely and give it to others. I believe this book is stronger than all the protests that people have participated in over the past five years. I believe that this book is even stronger than all the organizations fighting against the system because it has the power to really change people's minds. Transformations through reading has more potential than many forms of advocacy. Once again, if you really care about me, please read this book and pass it on to others. It is a crucial way to show support for me. Honestly, I do not need compassion. I only need this book to be read by as many people as possible because I pushed my body and mind to the limit in order to write it. Finally, please know that writing this post and making this request to everyone to read my book and give it to others has been the hardest post that I have written over these past five years. So in case you've just tuned in, we, that, was a, that was a post that Beruz Bushani shared on his Facebook page to talk about his book when it was launched. Anyway, so I bought this book and you can buy it as well um, on Booktopia um, and just online. If you type in No Friend But The Mountains, this book will come up and you can, you can purchase it. Um, and I started reading it and I'm halfway through and I just want to say um, there are two things that make this book really interesting. One is um, a lot of the books that are similar to this um, are very sort of like they, they recount what's happened. But this one is very beautiful, beautifully written. It's quite quite um, a literary book, as in like there's a, there was an art to writing it. And, and if you read about how the translators did their work, they they tried so hard to keep the charm and the because it was originally written in Farsi. I mean, they translated it to English. And so as, as if you know, if um, someone reads two languages or, or speaks two languages, you can always recognize that sometimes, you know, the, the, the humor doesn't come through or the sadness doesn't come through in a certain way when you translate. But this book, they tried really hard to, to keep that. And that's really interesting. And the second thing about this book that I think is a lot of the books like this that have come out, you know, have been written from a point of safety. So... You know, they've been to this journey, they've found a home, and now they're writing about what they've been through. On the other hand, Beruz Bushani, he's still there, he's still on Manus. Um, and so reading through his story of how he has suffered, knowing that he's still there, it, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's very powerful. So please, um, I obviously I will be giving this book, passing this book along, as he, he mentioned, but... Um, and, you know, if you want to borrow it from me, please let me know. I'm happy to loan it out and everything. But um, please get yourself a copy and share it around. Okay, so that's done. That's I've talked about that for a long, long time. Um, let's talk to Moen Zafar, who's been patiently waiting here. Um, and he's coming on his Sunday. Thank you so much, Moen. Thank you very much for having me here. <laughs> um, so let's talk about this um, mentoring program that I mentioned earlier. Um, you're obviously very passionate about this program. Could you please tell us about um, basically what it, what it is and what it does and why it's really helpful? Uh, this mentoring program started off uh, in 2015. So it's been more than uh, roughly around four and a half years. Uh, uh, and uh, the, re the, the reason why we started off was 
we realize a lot of people with professional backgrounds find it really difficult to navigate this Australian work environment. And they don't understand what are those barriers and how to overcome those barriers. And that's why that's what uh, made us realize that if we can provide Australian mentors to those professionals, that will ease and give them a better understanding of how to navigate this environment. And ever since its inception, uh, we have seen the number of uh, matches grown over the period of time and very good cultural and commercial outcomes for both the mentors, mentees, mm. and at the same time, corporate organizations who are who are like you know getting into this thing even more uh, as 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 uh, as the time progresses because they do realize that it's human capital uh, which would benefit the whole society and those corporate organizations as well it's it's a sharing of ideas as well as helping each yeah. other through um through learning and yeah all that stuff. So um, just for a bit of background as well, I, I forgot to mention at the start of this, we have been, um, so if, if you've been all listeners, you'd realise that we used to get people in to tell their stories and things like that. And um, we've kind of moved or tried to move forward um, by now looking at services that are available to people in the community, um, services that asylum seekers and refugees might not know are available to them, or um, also and also a way for people to get involved. So we're trying to put this show to good use. Um, and I suppose um, I was talking to Moen earlier, and we were talking about how it's important to move on from refugees telling their story over and over again to actually you know, saying, what is the way forward? We're here now. There are still people stuck on Manus, but we are here now. Um, and, and now what can we do with the people, you know, to help people living in our communities, to, to contribute as well? Yeah. yeah. So basically that's, uh, that's what my focus is at the moment as well. And uh, I mean, as you mentioned, that people who are already here, mm. how we can make sure that they are contributing to the society, they are settling in, they are becoming a positive part of the economy. So that's 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 the conversation we should be having even more for especially who are uh, for people who are already here. And that's what we what we try to focus in the mentoring program to create opportunities, provide uh, different pathways for them so that they can move into you know having their uh, establishing their families, establishing their lives here, and eventually that would be the benefit for the whole society. So it, it's for the greater good. Having, you know, uh, telling those stories is good, uh, but obviously it has to move on to the next step. And the next step is of their journey is to establish themselves and, you know, for, for in the present and for the future. So that's, that's what we try to focus uh, in the mentoring program and the services we have in the Innovation Hub at ASRC. And it's amazing, and um, we were talking earlier about how one little push, like a friend or a conversation, can go such a long way. Um, and sometimes that happens accidentally, but also sometimes you need to seek it out in, in some ways. And one um, one good thing about the mentor mentorship is that there is a 12-year, uh, 12, 12, 12 months, 12 years is a very long time, 12 months commitment. So, yeah. so the peace of mind that comes with that for a person to be like, this friend is going to be with me for, yeah. for the next 12 months. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there are two different models. One is coaching, and the other one is mentoring. And mm. uh, what we, with the mentoring, what 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 that that provides, as you mentioned, that that support for a period of time, and that gives a bit of structure to that to that relationship as well. And because, especially when you are trying to establish yourself here in Australia, there, there's there's a bit of a lot of challenges, and it's not a quick fix. So you need to keep concentrating on different strategies working out what is working how to overcome all those different barriers so with that 12 month period that gives you ample opportunities to provide that uh, and navigate this environment and it's 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 it empowering basically that's what we try to achieve both the mentors and mentees they feel at the end of the journey that they have you know uh, achieved certain things a lot of our mentees uh, have come across, uh, you know, came back to us and they said that in, in their journey, they look, they have come across situations where they never felt that they would be able to overcome those situations. Just But just because of that support from the mentor and the mentoring team, they were able to overcome those situations. And now they are moving forward. As I mentioned earlier, that it's all about moving forward. And, you know, they are uh moving forward in their journeys in their lives they are settling in and that's that's what uh, that is uh what we want and you yourself have mentioned that you've come from this a similar background and that people have helped you along the way and yes even now like i've got uh great mentors whom I've, i can always go back to and you know if i'm in a situation which is uh, not favorable and I, I don't know, you know, uh, I don't have the answers for those situations, but those mentors are there to support me and they always give me a bit of, uh, you know, backing up and come up with different ideas. It's not about solutions. It's about having ideas, sh- ideas yeah. and sharing those ideas. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's not normally that you come up with a solution all the time. But sharing those ideas makes gives you the opportunity to pick the most appropriate ones. Yeah, and then you go home and you think about yeah. it and you think about it some more and then you yeah. make a decision. And, yeah. what, and, and, and that means the decision lies with you as well. No one's yeah. making that decision yeah. for you. You have that information and then you make the decision. Yeah, in, in, in our mentoring program, we always uh, uh, advise our mentors that it's a mentee-driven uh, program where mentees are the ones who will be the driver of that relationship just to ensure that uh, mentors doesn't think that it's a more About of a them. project. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a project for them. Yes. So it's, it's not a project. It's human relationship. And it's, 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 it's about what mentees need. And, you know, they are the ones who are driving it. And, and mentors are there to support that. Yes, that's really good. So I was looking at the, the, the program and there are two parts of it. So one is um, the professional program and one is the vocational program. Yeah. And the vocational one is, um, I guess, more f- student-based, would you say? It's basically people who are not sure about what, what they, what they okay. want. Uh, and, you know, because there's a bit of, uh, there's quite a few, uh, uh, stu- uh, you know, study options available out there. Mm. So that's where the vocational part comes in and there are certain, uh, you know, our mentors who s- provide that support to that particular person that which pathway they should take and where it's going to lead them. Because sometimes people do 
um, you know, enroll in different courses, but they don't know how or what, where it's going, oh, yeah. what to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's where the vocational uh, mentor comes in and they provide them like, you know, a big picture. If you go take this pathway, where it's going to lead you. What jobs you can get yeah. out of it. And yeah. Yeah, it's really hard when you move to a different country and you don't know what jobs are available in that country. It's it's quite variable. And I think uh, I do come across a lot of uh, people here as well. Mm. And uh, this is a quite a tricky situation because you have so many options yeah. that even, you know, uh, for an Australian, it becomes a bit difficult that, you know, which options to... Uh, oh, we are spoiled for choice. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. And uh, sometimes people do, you know, multiple degrees and they are still not sure whether what they have done is relevant with what they want to do in their professional careers. And in some ways it's good. It's good because yeah. in Australia, um, this is what I... So I've, I came over here uh, when I was 19 as well. And what I found was you can be whatever you want to be. Yes. Like you just have to go and study it. There are pathways for everything. You can you become a singer or an, an actor or a dancer or you know there's all these little pathways you can like you can join a volunteering group. You can it's amazing. But you're right. Like it does um, for someone who's come from a country like the Philippines, for example, where opportunities are very very limited. You you can kind of and you never you, you never dreamt that way. You never thought as a child I could be a dancer if I just wanted to. There was yeah. no such thing because there's no jobs for yeah. dancers, right? Yeah. But here. You can. Yeah. And so you're like, wait, 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 what do I want to do? Do I want to be a dancer? Um, <laughs> it is a bit crazy yeah. just having all those opportunities all at once. Yeah. Um, and so it's good to talk to someone and be really like, okay. Yeah, it can be quite overwhelming as yeah, well. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still thinking about now. I think I still have hope to become a dancer. <laughs> well, go for it. Yeah, why not? Um yeah, that, so that's really good. It's really good to have someone to talk to about that and not just go crazy. And then with the professional program as well, to get that opportunity to join the Australian workforce and to grow in that workforce. Um, and you, you were saying earlier that we are um, also open to men, like get, getting more mentors as well as mentees. Yeah, basically what happens is uh, we do get referrals uh, from uh, within the ASRC members and uh, from different, uh, like for instance, we have Innovation Hub uh, a reception where all the members join in and they become part of uh, Innovation Hub and ASRC, and uh, the induction, you know, uh, the induction team refer them to the right services with respect to what they have mentioned uh, in their forms. So once somebody is uh, interested in mentoring, they are being referred to us, and then we do a one-on-one -on -one session with each uh, individual just to understand what their needs are and what exactly they are looking for, and based on that need analysis we try to find a mentor for them and that's because we do get a lot of referrals so we are always on a lookout for professional mentors because uh, you know uh, in, in in our pool we have got very interesting people with very interesting backgrounds very and wide range of backgrounds wide range of backgrounds yeah. yeah could you give us an example of what this wide range of back Grounds are in case anyone's listening in who might have um, experience or professional connections yeah. in these areas uh at the moment we are looking for mechanical engineers uh we are look um, at the same time environment protection you know uh, professionals yeah. yeah medical doctors electrical engineer 
biologist and uh, construction project management professionals wow, as well. Wow, what a wide range. We yeah. haven't, I don't think we've um, heard about that before. We've heard, we've heard a lot of, um, I guess, because we had um, Glenn Fernandez in the other day talking about um, business, like small business. Yeah. And so we heard then that, that you know, a lot of um, asylum seekers living in the community have like are very, very good at that kind of thing. And we also hear a lot about arts, for example, on yeah. this program, but we never heard about um, mechanic, like mechanic, oh, was it called? Engineer. Mechani- yeah. Mechanical engineering. Wow. Uh, yeah, electrical engineering. Like, as I've said. Uh, and environment protection. Yep. But it makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know, people coming from from troubled countries, of course, these countries have had their their things all set up similar to us. And yeah. so there are always counterparts yeah. in, in these places. So um, can we read that again? So it's mechanical engineering, environmental protection, yeah. biology. Yeah. Um, I'm sure electrical hopefully engineering. electrical engineering, if anyone's listening, you're an electrical engineer who can help. <laughs> and also construction project management professionals. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. Yeah. We will share this on our Facebook page and also we will try um uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I actually don't know who's listening, and you could be one person listening in right now. There could be a few. I have no idea, but we will share it on our Facebook page. And please, so if anyone's listening and wants to help and wants to be a mentor, um, how can they get in contact? With uh, you guys? they can just simply send their expression of interest to mentoring at asrc.org.au, and we'll take it up from there. We have a, a process of uh, vetting all the expression yeah. of interest just to ensure uh, that all the right people are coming in and uh, at the same time giving them the understanding of how it is a bit different from the corporate mentoring yes because uh, the cohort we are dealing with is has a few challenges and they have to understand those challenges in order to ensure they provide the right kind of support so that's mm. that's where we invite them for a one-on-one session and then uh, give them a better understanding of how this this works and if anyone is listening in too who would like to be a mentee or if anyone's listening who knows someone who would like to be a mentee i know that there are a lot of people in our community who need the support um who might not be listening in maybe they don't have a radio maybe they just they sleep in on us on a sunday like everybody else um if you know someone who would like to do this please get in contact as well um if you can't remember the um the email, just Google um, the ASRC and either find the number or there'll be a, um, a generic email to send as well. Um, and that will always get redirected to the right people. We have our LinkedIn page as well, which oh, okay. is ASRC Mentoring. Uh, and uh, you can search us on LinkedIn and you can find us over there as well. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Um, what else? What else do we should we cover with this program? Oh, would you like to share a story or of something well, that's been really good? I've been in the program, uh, running the program for the last two years, and I've come across so many wonderful stories where somebody started off as uh, like just to give you an example of somebody who was who used to be a banker in their own country. And they find it really difficult to get the foot in the door in the banking industry here in mm. Australia because of uh, certain limitations. Like they always are looking for people with permanent residency or Australian citizenship. And and most of our, in fact, all of our cohort is has got bridging visas. So, you know, it was really difficult for that person to get into that 
banking or finance industry but uh, with the help of the mentor because that person had so many transferable skills and the mentor focused on those transferable skills and created a different pathway in the real estate industry that's amazing yeah and that person is now working in the real estate industry <laughs> doing wonderfully well and uh, you know you all those soft skills which are you know applicable in all those different industries it's all about thinking aloud sometimes and looking at different opportunities and working out what works best for you um, it'll be really hard to, to to do that on your own yes exactly out. yeah especially when you don't know the environment in which you are working yes. so that mentor can help you and you know provide you that support and at the same time they can leverage their networks mm. for sometimes all you need you don't have yeah. friends you don't yeah. know anyone yeah that that's the problem and it's sad because you come from a country where you do have friends you have yeah. your network you have your support and yeah. then you come over here and you don't and it, it it's a weird feeling not having that at all we take that for granted don't we yes, our networks and yeah exactly a lot of uh, people here in australia don't even realize that yeah, they have of, networks what network <laughs> yeah what kind of journey people mm. who are you know uh, leaving their countries and what kind of journeys they have to go through in order to achieve something And even the thing you mentioned about the bridging visas, I think um, that that provides a lot of instability in yes. a person's life, not yeah. knowing because I think thing with bridging visas is that they give you is it is it five years and then they reassess again, so you could be deported after five years, yeah. and so you can't do anything in the meantime. No one will give you a job. No one will let you study. Um, it is a ridiculous state of affairs, and I hope that it does change. Yeah, um, I mean, we have this. Uh, we uh, there's this uh, wonderful researcher from uh, Monash, Dr. Karen Dunwoody, and she has uh, come up with four C's, which is uh, curiosity, concerns, control, and confidence. So, if you look at it from the perspective of uh, somebody who's seeking asylum, a lot, you know, some of those C's are not in. You know, they cannot tick those boxes, but still. if you try to fulfill those C, uh, those four c's then it makes life so much easier that you can move forward in your life and make some decisions and people will be supportive uh, supporting your uh, efforts as well which is very like, yeah. what you need for your mental health and your yeah. mental well-being yeah. which is uh, like people are learning more and more is very important for for a person to survive Thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a fantastic chat. Um uh Moen Zafar has picked the song as well today. Could you tell us about the song that we're about to play? Well, I love uh, Journey and this is something uh, the song is called uh, Be Good to Yourself and each one of us whatever situation we are in, it's always good to give yourself a bit of uh <laughs> Uh, you know, compassion compassion yeah. and just be good to yourself and everything will come out good eventually thank you so much rowin uh, you've been listening to moen zafar on refugee radio i've been your host selene yap thank you for listening in and please stay tuned for the latin american update